This is CryptoCore Radio, discussing the ideas, people, and projects building the new digital economy. Get the latest on blockchain technology and cryptocurrency updates with your host, Lutz. Hello and welcome to Core Radio. This is Lutz coming to you live on an on a night. Uh, what's today? Today is uh, Wednesday. Hey Radix, you there? I'm here. It's Monday. Today's freaking Monday. It's Monday, hey, June twenty. Damn, Jesus! Hey, I'm losing my days over here. I got I got this conference to go to. I was like, oh Jesus, is that this week? And so it's, I, I, it's I'm like Radix, not Radix. <laughs> Radix. <laughs> well, I, I, I never did good at math, so that, that would explain it all. So <laughs> we have we have Radix on here today with us, and uh, he's he is uh, doing a very secretive uh, project. It's uh, it's so secretive, uh, even the name of the even the name of it is is a secretive name. So hush, all right. Don't tell yep. anybody. Let's keep it a secret. Is that is is that why you came up with that name? Well, no, they actually they came up with the name on a with a user poll when they were rebranding Zdash, which was, you know, it's a fork it's a fork of Zcash, but they were just like, "Oh, let's just do a marketing-ish move." And Joseph Schulman said like, "We'll take Dash and Zcash and shove them together in the name." And they were going to rebrand it because um He's been doing altcoins for years and years and years, and he ha- so he has bad blood with seven people, and that was keeping them from getting listed on more exchanges. So he was like, I'm going to step down as lead dev, we'll rebrand it. And he came to me because I had done the Windows port for them uh, on a bounty. And he was like, do you want to be lead dev? And I'm like, okay, I guess so. And he was like, and we're rebranding it to Hush, so the first thing you need to do is help finish the rebranding work once I'm out. And I've always been interested in the secure communication capabilities of Zcash, which aren't being exploited by people, and they're lurking in the protocol. And that's one of the things we're going to be doing that's a very big deal is to us is adding secure messaging features to Hush using the Zcash protocol. Back to you. Nice. All right. Well, it- uh, you you said you mentioned these other people. From what I understand, you took over this project, right? Yes. So how, how did that come about? Who was the the originator? Um, the originator. I can't remember the name of the person who had the idea. Who came to Joseph Schulman and had him mine the Genesis block because they had the idea of okay, so Z Classic is a fork of Zcash without the founder's reward. And about a month after that, they were like, well, you know. There's room in the universe for more than one Zcash fork with different funding mo- and development models and goals. So let's do another one with like a little bit of a pre-mine on it instead of a founder's reward and see where we go from there. So they did about a five, it's between five and 10%, I don't remember, pre-mine. And a little less than half of that is still left because they paid a lot of bounties to a lot of developers and people along the way um, to get various parts of the coin and its little gotcha. ecosystem, you know. You got a community managers and people running Slack and support channels. You know all the all the junk you need to have like a viable right. real coin. You know, and uh, time money's not free. So 
Um, anyway, so when they got around to, I said, I send you my bill when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> next time. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hush, so, shh, we don't tell anybody. Tell anyone. So, so when they got our time to do the windows, port, look around to get a port for windows done of it. I had just the previously in January done the port of Komodo to windows, um, on a contract from Supernet. And because they had heard about, they'd seen that I'd done the port of Zcash and Z Classic to Mac, then worked with um, MoveRCX on the port of Z Classic to Windows. And while we were doing that, I was backporting to Zcash. So I did the first port you know, of Zcash to Windows and then worked on all the other, the other coins of the ecosystem. So Joseph looked around and was like, well, who 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 wants who can do a port of this thing to Windows? And he's like, oh, oh, Dave Mercer over there. He's ported all the other Zcash coins to Windows. I should ask him. And, and so I did the Windows port for them in February, March of this year. And then when it came time where Joseph, being involved, was holding the coin back, you know, he was like, well, I need to find someone else. And the other developer here who can actually do stuff with the source is David. So he said, like, do you want to be the lead developer of this, like, ship? And I was like, okay. So here we are. Ah, nice. Nice. Hey, you, you, got, you got the position with your skill. That, that's a great thing. When, when you say a port, just to clarify, because, you know, not everybody is technical. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. What, what is this port that you did? What, what... Well, that's, that's where you take a piece of software like Bitcoin or Zcash or Hush or anything else that runs on, almost all these coins are developed on the Linux operating system, not on Windows or Macintosh. I mean, Satoshi did the original Bitcoin on Windows, but before too many years, they'd moved to doing development on Linux. So when you port a piece of software, it's like, think of it taking like you're doing a portage over a river, you're going from one land to another, that's <laughs> the origin of the term, while also going out a data port kind of metaphor. But anyway, so you take a piece of software that runs on Linux, for instance, and you make it run on Microsoft Windows, which depending on what type of software that is, that may be more or less difficult. And there's lots of tools to do that, but they're all, you know, very complicated. And I've been porting software between different kinds of Unix operating systems and Windows and Linux and Mac for about 30 years. But that's been mostly commercial stuff, not open source projects. So Porting Zcash from Linux to Macintosh last fall was the first like big, biggish open source thing I'd released. I'd mostly done just corporate stuff in the internet service provider and like big enterprise banking and utilities and fence stuff. Nice. But so, oh, very uh, cool. So I I ended up without a day job in March of 2016 and. And I coasted on unemployment for six months and then looked around and was like, well, I don't really want to do a corporate thing anymore. I've done Re that for uh, dude, years. I know exactly what you're talking about. I was there in January. 20, I got, 20 I got... years of startups and venture capital funded companies and also very large enterprises like NTT. I've been a contractor for NTT, the, front, the telco in Japan, which was 200 20,000 employees so I mean the whole range of corporate stuff of all sizes and was just done with it and did not want another corporate yeah, job they don't like, give a shit right. about you man right at no, the end no, of the day they, they don't do give not. a shit about you no they don't and I've been following the evolution of Zcash since 
before they called it Zcash. Since, like I said, I've known Zuko online for over 15 years from tons of mailing lists. Since we're both old, cy- you know, cypherpunks, you know, from the whole privacy scene in the 90s in Colorado. Even though we never met in person, which is funny because we knew a ton of people in common then. <laughs> but you know how that goes with people, different circles of you know friends and associates. Yeah, man. I, I, just I stay would stay on the far side. I went to Token Summon and I, I met people. I was like, "You're ripped, though." You know, like it's like <laughs> you're loots. You know, it's it, it's it's so funny. It's it, it, we're like we're like well, it's it's weird seeing you like face to face. I I didn't imagine you look like that. Or their voice would sound like that, or yeah, it's it's like it's like yeah, you know, like I I know you I know you as the guy in Slack. I've never seen you face to face. It's so weird. Yup, it's it, it was a lot of fun though. Definitely a lot of fun meeting. You know what, dude? It, it's it, it's kind of <coughs> nice having a job in in something you know in a space that you're comfortable in, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. The, the, crypto is fun. I mean, I, I'm I'm having a great time learning about. All all these new coins and you know all these new technologies and and the fact that it brings us to a, a place in our life where you know freedom could possibly be free one day mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. What, the thing that the thing that got me when joseph was pitching me on becoming lead dev for hush was he'd gone through the whole spiel of everything and he hadn't said the name and i was kind of wavering inside and he said oh and they just took a user poll for, for rebranding it and the name they picked was Hush. And since I've been involved with the whole peer communications, privacy, all that thing for decades, it just, it hooked me. At that point, he had me. I was like, oh, Hush. Oh, I want to do all the secure messaging with Zcash. But it's going to be harder to do that on the actual Zcash blockchain because there's a corporation and a million different wallets and for this stuff to work really well everybody has to have certain crap going on in their wallet and i was like oh you you want me to be benevolent dictator of a zcash chain where i can do all this crazy communication stuff that i want to do and you picked the name hush i was like okay <laughs> so that you, had, you had no say in that no that was before that was before he even mentioned it to me i hadn't been hanging out in their slack or anything I'd finished the Windows port, and you know, for me, the Windows port and the Windows port at Komodo started out, frankly, as purely mercenary moves. I'd wanted to stay more focused on Zcash stuff proper, but I was having cash flow issues with donations and stuff both times when James and then Joseph said, like, hey, can you hire you to do a Windows port since you look like you're the guy who's doing all these Zcash fork Windows ports after the first two? And so it just, uh, but then as I got to see what James is doing more over with Supernet and Komodo, which is doing some crazily exciting, cool things, um, and, and then Joseph hit me up to become the lead dev of Hush, I was like, well, okay, all right, this is like, fits into my whole vision for what I want to do with cryptocurrencies. And, you know, I'm going to keep doing my Zcash wallets because, you know, because I'm the majority of the full nodes now run my Windows port and I have some slick wallets over there. But um, that doesn't take a whole lot of time to just Com- maintain those. Komodo's exciting, right? I mean, I, I, I oh, can't believe... Oh, the Supernet stuff's insane. I, 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 you know, you really do not believe how anonymous something could be till you meet the Supernet. I mean, the, everything from my, what I understand is pseudo-anonymous. It's not really anonymous, right? Yeah, yeah. Only the Zcash forks have really anonymous anonymous. 
It's, like like, like M- Monero and what, what other coins? Those, are, that those mean? are all like statistical mixing and crap like that and everything. And it's like, um, that's just like a whole, that's just like some weak tea, you know? It's just it's a ZK <laughs> snark. It just is. I was a math major. I have enough group theory under my belt to like comprehend the high level stuff of the ZK snark crap. And it's just, you cannot tell. And that's not true of all the other privacy technologies on blockchains right now. There's some that are close, but it's it's just not the same as far as the provable mathematical properties of the transactions. So, you know, that's the whole Zcash family of coins. That's Zcash, Zclassic, then Hush, Komodo. And there's even a really weird one that is really not well known called Zero that has even harder parameters then Zcash then requires like eight gigs of RAM to mine it. So it's just like you can barely do it on a GPU. You have to CPU mine the thing. And nice. I'm going to take a look at that when, when you're done. I like mining. It's, it's insanely hard. It doesn't have a lot of like hash power on its network. But, um, and the guy did it just kind of on a lark to see like what does it do if you, you know, set it even harder to make it even more ASIC and GPU. Because that was a goal of Zcash way they set their difficulty levels was so you could not do it with ASICs because it takes too much RAM and memory bandwidth. Did, did you look into the Jumbler technology? I mean, if, if Hush if Hush gets inside the Gamma wall, you could use, you could inherit, like, using all that type of technology. Well, yeah, I mean, just the whole SuperNet ecosystem is so big and complicated and intricate and powerful, and I have not read even enough of jail 777's white papers which are actually have substance in them unlike some coins that don't actually have any code you know what the people with the white paper and no code that's not what supernet is there's a lot of code <laughs> and um, i'm still reading up on that on all his stuff but um there's some I, I i call him like i call james vitalik jr man it's just because he has a, such a background in yeah no nah, nah, dude i finance. knew james dude. i knew james before vitalik dude he was he Holy is the originator i mean just, He's got, they've got like atomic swaps working between all these coins in Agama native mode and Zcash and Ethereum and Bitcoin people are all over there scratching their butts. They haven't deployed shit yet. And it's like, they've been doing it for a while. They've had their decks up for a month. They added Hush three days ago. You know, that's all command line in development, you know, the behind the scenes part. But it's like, wow, it's, James has crap running that everybody else is still like scratching their head about. And he's just sprinting out in front. Yeah, well, you know, it's hard. It's hard to get out there when when you're anonymous. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it, like like you see like waves where you know he attends a you know what's his name uh, Sasha. He attends a, a conference like every two days. You know, it's hard yeah. to do that when you're anonymous. You know, it, it is. But, it is. But but you know what? On the on the brighter side, you know, Satoshi Nakamoto is anonymous. I mean, you know, oh, and I'm sure they'd be after his ass right now if if it wasn't oh, yeah. for the fact that he's anonymous. Oh, uh, you want to hear the ultimate really quick miss? Let me tell really fast the ultimate like like missed out, missed the boat on Bitcoin story. So I was on the cryptography mailing list since 2002 or so that Satoshi posted the white paper to. And um, I was one of those grumbly old cypherpunks like Zuko that at first was like, we were like, I don't know if that would work in practice, even though it looks in theory good. And, you know, I've known Nick Zabo forever and everything. And we were all, mm. and so... Satoshi was like, oh, you know, saying like, oh, we should do this and that to get started on it. And I kept pestering him on private email to set up a Bitcoin mailing list and software repo. And so then he did. 
and he's and Hal Finney emails me saying, "Hey, Satoshi set this up. You bugged him enough." And then I had two kids who were underage too, and I just got so busy, I just didn't do shit with it until with Zcash last fall. So that's how serious my like like missed the boat on Bitcoin. Is. Oh my god, that's the name of the, <laughs> that's the name of the forum, right? That he was on Cypherpunks. Yeah, the Cypherpunks mailing list, the Mets that, ah, Cypherpunks mailing list. I read the Satoshi uh, book. That's how I know. So, yeah, I'm like, oh, my God. I kept kicking him in the pants to actually do it instead of just have a white paper, and then I totally dropped the ball. Ah, uh, man, dude. Uh, you, well, you know what? A lot of people drop the ball, bro. You oh, know, yeah, you, yeah, they do. I and mean, then, I, I heard about it when it was $70, you know? And, I, and some some kid told me, and I... And I, I was like, I was like, dude, that's fake, that's fake money, bro. Go sell that shit and get get your money back. <laughs> well, that's that's exactly the same kind of thing. Matthew Green, when I told him that story, he said, and he's one of the scientists that co-invented Zcash and the whole zero coin protocol. He said, he said, don't feel bad if you would have stuck with it, you would have sold it a hundred dollars just like everybody else. You're probably right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I wouldn't have hodled until three grand. Hell no. He's totally right. <laughs> That's true. You're right. Yeah. Right. Well, at least half of it would have definitely been sold. The only person who's hodled that long is Satoshi. <laughs> who knows, man? Still, they don't know who, who this guy is. Hey, t tell me about so so. Tell me about your team. Do you have a team with you, or is it just you? Uh, it's not just me. We've got <laughs> we've got the um, community manager, um, uh, Axel. His username Sparkit. I cannot remember his last name. Axel Carlson, he's in Sweden. He's the community manager for Hush. He handles doing all the updates on social media stuff on, you know, on Bitcoin Talk and watching Reddits and, you know, all that nonsense. And then uh, we've also got, who also is here before me, there's also, I'm trying to find their tag to click on it so I don't deep mispronounce their name. There's ILR Martini. He's in Brazil. He's our web developer. He does like all the pretty graphic, you know, web developer makes everything pretty. Right. I can't, right. Make, I can't make things pretty for crap, you know. I, I'm, I'm really, you know what, dude? I, I build websites on the side for fun. Uh huh. I can't make things pretty. I'm really good at function, though. I, li I like making things work and I put a lot of function into the site, but as far as making it pretty, I can't do it. And then we've also got who just recently jumped into the fray here with us. Um, Matt Reichert, he's a freelance web developer, and he's done some. He's done a lot of stuff in the counterparty space with the counterparty wallet and with some authentication services based on um, identity services that are on the counterparty blockchain. And I know we'll talk more about that later. But he's jumped in the fray with us, and another one of our developers. I can't. Adam, what is your last name? There's another one who's another node developer who's going to be working on the wallet. I, too many names to keep track of. Uh, That's a lot of developers so far, man. And then, Are you paying them? And then um, they're either the, the community management and website management team are on a salary out of our pre-mine. And uh, we've, um, Matt's picked up a couple of bounties already for little right. projects. Very nice. And so, you know, yeah, so it's so this is the paid team. And Adam hasn't hasn't actually is just still started planning with us. He hasn't jumped in and cut code yet, but he is gonna. And then there's another developer I'm gonna be talking to tomorrow that I've known for years. Um, that's gonna possibly possibly help on the wallet features with the, either the messenger or the uh, Dex stuff. So those are the the clutch of developers we've got right now. Um, hold on, hold on, break break for a newsflash.
All right. All right, people. If you're going to invest in an ICO, just forget about it. investing in that ICO, right? Invest in Hush. They got a team. I mean, what what's wrong with you, man? What what are you thinking? You're going to invest in some some ICO that that has what a white paper? Or do they have anything tangible? I mean, Hush is already out. It's already there. Hey, hey, Radix, where do where do I buy Hush if I wanted to buy it? Right, right now it's just on it's just on Cryptopia, out on you know out on New Zealand. Um, we're working on getting listed on Bit T Rex. How the fuck do you say it? Bit Rex, Bit T Rex, whichever. We're working on getting listed with them. They wanted to see like you know the Windows Wallet and a new, you know, Bitcoin Talk announcement op with the rebranded everything which we're still working on that we told everybody we'd have it today but we're busy with the wallet launch that's you know dropping the windows wallet today so it's in crypto um, cryptocopia cryptopia cryptopia it's listed on the myhush.org website everything's listed on the myhush.org website once it gets on tracks that that shit's gonna fly man well what's yeah, the coin what, what's the supply what's the total supply um well, it's the same supply curve as Zcash and Bitcoin, and it started last November. It's one point something million right now. I think is the total supply. That's I it. Think. That's I it. Think. I'd have to look. I'd have to look. Dude, that's like I nothing. I don't look at it. Yeah, it's not huge still. It's just you know, it's the Bitcoin. It's you know, it's the same same supply curve as Zcash and Bitcoin. Hold on, I gotta direct my miners to hush. What what mining pool do you recommend? I do, I actually I don't because I don't have the gear or so far they had the capital to mine myself. So I don't mine. I don't day trade. I I write code and I and words and can talk. But I'm not. I haven't had the the resources to mine myself. But there's tons of stuff on our Slack and our forum about mining, and so people you can talk to people about which pools are you know. They like for what reasons? If you jump on our Slack, so there's a, there's a Slack. Oh, what, what's the name of your website? How, how do we get to the Slack? You get to the Slack at slack.myhush.org. And uh, oh, somebody from our team, Matt Reichert, just said that uh, he likes as far as mining pools. <laughs> He's listening to us. Just messaged me that Cloud Mining Pool is great, and it's listed as one of the pools on our website. Cloud Mining Pool is that is that the website? Cloud Mining Pool. No, Cloud Mining Pool, I don't know what the URL is. That's one of the mining, the name of what, one of the mining pools that actually a lot of our users have said good things about. All like right. I said, I don't officially endorse anything. He said they have a great interface and very fast payout is what Matt is saying. Right That's now. what we like. We like to get paid. I mean, I, I'll, I'll mine with my CPU, bro. I don't care. I, yeah. you know, I, I, I lose money at the end of the day, but I don't care. I do it anyway. I would, I, I'm addicted. Have, it's, it's like an addiction. I... I if I have something that'll mine, I'm going to use it. I got old laptops mining. Oh, he said the, the URL for the, for the cloud mining pool, it's hushpool.cloud. Hushpool.cloud, fellas. Hushpool.cloud. And you, you know what? Yeah, no. That's how I found out about Hush. I mean, I, I saw the mining all of a sudden one day. I saw it as an option to mine. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I was like, what is this Hush? And I started looking into it, and I was like, holy Jesus. I was well, like... Look at that supply and look at that price. It's like well, we we picked up a lot of miners and a lot of and a buzz and a price pop um, when we announced that we're porting Counterparty to Hush, um, partially as a way to do development funding because the pre mine won't last forever. Um, and so when we announced that, that got a lot of buzz and popped up the trading floor, price floor and everything. 
um, because that's going to let us do a lot of cool, crazy things. And um, what I, I'm, I'm maybe getting ahead of some stuff you were going to ask me. Yeah, you, what you know what? Party? Yeah, just I was just going to ask you because I saw you talking to JL777 um, and I was like, and I saw you talking about you. So the, one of like the major features is you're going to port counterparty. I, I, I mean, like, I, I had no idea what you meant by that. What, what's that mean? You're going to port counterparty. Okay. Counter, counterparty is so some of your listeners, if I know, have heard of Pepe Cash. Uh, I'm a big investor of Pepe. Are you? Nah, I'm joking. No, okay. <laughs> well, no dude, I know some people that uh, have crazy things they hold. But um, Pepe Cash is an asset that runs on counterparty. What counterparty is, is it's a layer of software with its own servers and stuff that runs on top of Bitcoin is what's called merge mined. And with what merge mining is, it's how you do a, someone just said they sold their Pepe Cash. <laughs> what merge mining is when you have some other protocol or another that stores data for like its transactions or things in the Bitcoin, in you know, data fields and op return fields are called. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah that's miners, what, uh, miners can choose to include those or not in the tra in transactions. So some miners merge mine different things like Namecoin and stuff like that, and Counterparty, and some don't. Well, so I was Doge. like, when yeah, Doge. Well, well, Doge is its own chain, but Pepe Cash is a Counterparty asset. So I was looking around when people are like, look up asking, what are we going to do for fund? What are you guys going to do for funding, or what are we going to do for funding from the core team? Um, when the pre-mine runs out, because it's not going to last forever. And looking around, and I was like, ooh, counter counterparty. I've wanted to stick assets on top of Hush or Zcash for a while, too. And because of the way that Zcash forked from Bitcoin, they forked it from Bitcoin back in version 11.2. And uh, <clears throat> they, sorry, I got to even drink of water here. Yeah, I told you. Yeah. I told you before the show. So I get something to drink, man. I just need to actually drink it. I got so, whiskey uh, over here. I, I got bourbon. <laughs> we, I got a whole bar right next to me. I'm ready. Oh, I've got some bourbon here too. <laughs> yeah, that's what you need. But anyway, the when when Zcash forked from Bitcoin, the way that they added the zk snark based private transactions was there are still the normal addresses that start, they always start with T to let you know it's a transparent address. Zcash addresses are, the, the public ones are one digit longer than a Bitcoin address. So it starts with the letter T to let you know, hey, this is a transparent address. It's like a Bitcoin transaction 100%. Or there's, you know, if it starts with Z, that's one of the shielded addresses that takes like a ton of CPU time, like one to three minutes to like generate the transaction for the privacy, the crazy math that's involved. So because of the way that they forked, all these other layers and tools and things and wallets and everything else, if you decide to not support the private transaction format yet, because, you know, that's more work, it's really easy to make Bitcoin tools work on top of Zcash and, and Hush because it's a fork of Zcash. So I looked at Counterparty and when they sold their token for doing all the assets, you know, comparable to how, you know, to Ethereum, to ETH or Ether, you know, it's you buy, you know, all of the, the, you know, all of the gas is ether on the Ethereum chain. So with Counterparty, they did a big, big token sale for, excuse me, for XCP, the Counterparty token that runs on top of Bitcoin. And that's what you use to fund all the asset sales and everything else for rare Pepe's and all those other Counterparty tokens and things. 
Um, so I was like, oh, well, if we port counterparty to Hush so that you can use counterparty assets and things on top of it, we can, instead of what they did with the crowd sale funds was they didn't need Bitcoin to fund the development because they had other, you know, corporate or individual funding lined up. So they burned it. They do one of those send to a burn address where it can never be spent. So they totally burned the Bitcoin that was used to purchase the counterparty token. So I was like, well, we can just do a counterparty sale on Hush, but instead of burning them, it goes into the dev fund. So okay. that, that news made our, made, made our price pop. And that also lets you do assets on top of Hush that we're not sure yet how we might be able to, some counterparty developers think we won't be able to, but to add privacy features from the ZK Snarks to counterparty. Um, but I already have some ideas on ways that we can. Um, I'll, I'll talk about that later and not on this program, but you know, offline on my Steemit account and our, and our Slack. But um, so that's how we're going to do our funding. Going no, 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 no. You, you, you can't open that door and not talk about <laughs> it. You can't, you cannot do it. Which, which thing was it that I just said that I wasn't going to talk about? Assets. Assets. You... Okay. Okay. So just like you have Pepe's on Counterparty, you know, Pepe Cash, you'll be able to, even if all of the, all of the transactions in Counterparty are totally done with the transparent Bitcoin addresses, when you funnel those funds into those addresses, all you have to do is send them, they call it the PZT sandwich, um, which is where you take funds from a transparent Bitcoin-like address in Zcash. You send them to the Z address with all the privacy stuff. Now nobody on the blockchain can see where those funds went. And then on the other end, you don't send the same exact amount. You send some round amount into another T address, and nobody can see where those funds came from. So it's trivial with Zcash protocol to like anonymize funds. That's one of the points of it. Even if it's not, if the funds aren't kept in a shielded address, you just shove them through one and out they come the other side and you can't tell where they came from. Um, so even if, we ha even if we can't support the transactions that Counterparty uses natively with a Z address, all of that energy, all of those funds to do any of those operations just will you just flow it through and we'll add those features to the wallet where you don't have to think about it about all the complexity you just go like oh i'm gonna i need to send so much money into my into the hush messenger for sending messages because you have to pay transaction fees and wait 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. what's this hush messenger what's okay. this messenger <laughs> that's the part that's the the part of our next generation wallet where you'll do all of the all of the messaging features with the encrypted zcash memo field that are part of all of the shielded transactions. And we're gonna have, you know, encrypt, it'll support secure one-to-one -one messaging and, you know, multi-person Doesn't you know, multi Zcash have that? Doesn't Zcash really have that as a memo it feature? Has, it does, but no one has taken advantage of all the different types of addressing you can do with that. They're just, you can just send a text, you, know, you can just send a text string through up to 512 bytes, but there's no client support for anything other than just the one command line proof of concept. And one of the things you do is you can do that our wallet's going to support is so you're going to start a conversation with someone. You're adding them to your address book for the first time. So you send funds from that Z address that no one can see where they come from into the T address, a, you know, a public address 
that you use to send your private messages to that one particular person. So it's authenticated by the blockchain on their end. They know that you sent it because you have the private key to that Bitcoin address because you can send between T and Z and Z and T and you know, all the combinations of those two letters. So messages will be authenticated just by the blockchain. And as long as you don't reuse the same address for more than one person, which the wallet will manage all that. You know, you add a new person, it's creating new addresses. Um, so no one has made that tooling. No one has built any of that software to use the Zcash protocol in those ways. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused, but hasn't messaging always been like a part of like, uh, I mean, like NS, NXT has messaging. What's the difference? Uh, well, those, all of those messaging systems, one of the big, one of the big deals that's a difference with the Zcash protocol messaging is <clears throat> the fact that no one can tell the originator or the destination of those, of those transactions that the message is encapsulated in. It's just like when we were talking earlier about how the privacy with, with ring, sig ring signatures with Monero and all these other things are more statistical than they are you know, mathematically proven to not be able to be seen. Um, you're sending a transaction when, when you send one of those private messages with a Zcash protocol. Um, it just goes out to the blockchain and everybody gets it and no one can tell if the message is even with them, for them until you try to decrypt it. And that's one of the things about how Zcash works under the covers is that when you have one of those shielded Z addresses, uh, when your wallet syncs the blockchain or when any Zcash node is syncing the blockchain, you can't tell who that transaction is for if it's even destined for your wallet until you attempt to decrypt it of your Z address keys. So it's ah. hiding the metadata. It's not just hiding the content. All these other messaging systems on blockchains people are talking about, they're hiding the content. They're using normal symmetric or public key crypto to encrypt the content, but the metadata, the addressing, they can't hide that the way that you can with Zcash. That's the big difference is that the metadata disappears and you know, you can run Zcash on Tor nodes. There's I2P integration coming to Zcash and Hush soon. That's, you know, down, That's huge. down the road. And so, and there's some other like um, mempool um, transaction propagation algorithms that have come out to mask that metadata that will work with Bitcoin, Zcash or, you know, Litecoin, any of the whole family. So, right. So it's hiding the metadata. That's the big deal. You know, if you have the metadata, look at all the Snowden revelations. You know, if they have the metadata, they mostly don't care about the content. They care about who's talking to who. And so all those other blockchain secure, whatever chat messaging things, they're not obscuring the metadata at the level mathematically that the Zcash protocol is. And so we're building tools to do messaging that take advantage of all those building blocks in the Zcash protocol that no one's just built a client to use them. So that's what we're doing in, on Hush this summer. Wow, really cool, man. I, I didn't know that. I, I had no idea the differences between the messaging services. It's, it's, it's really profound. If you come down to it, you know, say you're an activist in fill-in-the-blank authoritarian country, you know, they just care about the metadata. They just care, oh, you're connected to this network of people who are, you know, opposed to you know, pick your flavor of government, the government, Turkey, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, whatever, dissidents, wherever, you know, they just care about the metadata. They don't care what you're saying. And no hey. other blockchain is going to obscure that like, like Zcash or Hush or Komodo are going to. I heard, uh, I heard, I heard that you released a Windows wallet today for Hush 
Yeah. No, because I've been keeping it on the exchange. Honestly, I'm. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna confess right now. Oh, I kept it on the exchange. Uh, yes, we are officially releasing. It's been the 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 release version has been in testing for the last few days. Are uh, the Hush Windows Wallet. Um, <clears throat> so a lot of people have been waiting for that, and it is. It's a full node wallet. Yes, it's going to take a few hours to sync the blockchain that first time, and like a. Like full node wallets, you really should just leave it running all the time. It only uses a few hundred megs of RAM. I can't believe I just said a few hundred megs of RAM. I'm so old, I remember it was measured in K. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll round that out. We'll, it's okay. a gig. <laughs> so it's actually it's less than a gig when it's just sitting there. Unless you send a shielded transaction, then it's like, how much RAM do you have? I would like four, to, I would like four or more gigabytes, please. Because um, that crazy math is not, you know, it doesn't come for free. You don't get you don't get that kind of metadata masking and just like invisibility with it still being provably, you know, a UTXO, an unspent transaction output on a blockchain. You can prove that it is. That's insane. And it's you know, that doesn't come for free. Um oh another thing Matt wanted me to mention here, we launched the we launched last night the uh little configuration generator because with all you know, any Bitcoin Bitcoin or any other wallet you're gonna run like the Windows wallet. For Hush or the Linux one of the same version that that we just had come out this weekend, announcing today, um, you can use it for the software on the command line for so many different things. As far as you know, server services, people running their wallets on Linux, all kinds of stuff. Where making the config and getting it correct is a pain in the butt, and that's a big support load on us too. Yeah. So uh, so we've launched a config generator where you just check the boxes for what you're doing with the, the Hush node and it pops out the config file for you. And it also works with Komodo and Zcash, any Zcash family you know, coin, because they all have the same config file format and the same options. They all add their own other junk sometimes, but the base config for, I'm using this for a block explorer. I'm using this for, for a command line wallet. I'm using this with a GUI front end from over here. You know, so you can just click all of that and then just two little buttons and check boxes and boom, you've got it. So people are now linking that today from all over. <laughs> Zcash people are pointing folks at it because out of the last seven months of my life, I don't know how much time I've spent answering chat and forum you know, requests helping users like, oh, it's doing this. Oh, you need to add this option to your conf file. And uh, so this will like take away the headache, a lot of headache for users and for us. You know, I, not I, just, not I just didn't. For us. You you mentioned Matt is listening. I I didn't mention it. You know I I didn't I didn't go live. You know I, I didn't tell people we're going live today with the show, mm -hmm. and we have forty four people listening. So I, I don't know who they are, but they are coming from Canada. Uh huh. We have people in France listening. Nice. We have people in Australia listening. We have people in Germany listening. That is not surprising. We have people well. in Spain listening. I've mean, had a lot of Spain users. Popular, United I States, think. a lot, a lot of people in the United States are listening right now. And I know there's a bunch of people on our Slack that uh, that aren't going to be able to listen to it live because of their time zone. And they said they're going to, you know, they're going to hit your page later when this goes up there eventually. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, normally no, I, I, I don't announce it, you know, but mm -hmm. but it's really surprising. I just took a look at the stats real quick. I'm like, holy Jesus! So I was like, I didn't expect a lot of people to be. Maybe I shouldn't have gotten so drunk before the show. <laughs> I, I tweeted about it earlier today and I don't know how many views that got 
Ah, you're the uh, one. Okay, I understand. No, that, that's probably where it came asking from. Somebody about ICOs. Ponzi from, from Komodo just asked me on Twitter a while ago, when ICO? And I'm like, late summer, early fall. I have to get the counterparty like working on testnet. <laughs> I'm not going to take anybody's money in an ICO or a crowd sale until I have something running. Because, right. like I said, we get we do. Where I'm all about, you know, running code. So we're doing code before white papers, and we'll get the counterparty working at the bare minimum, and uh, the library, like the low level, where like developers can like build apps on it, and then we're gonna take money and to finish porting the rest of the stack. So we're gonna get Ponzi before we like Ponzi's old school, bro. He's yeah. talking to you. Yeah, no, yeah, he was he, on. I, I I love Ponzi, man. We, back in the day, me and him, we did like uh like a a silver offering, you know, like mm-hmm. the actual coins. Mm-hmm. And I built him a website and everything, man. He he's he's really cool, man. He's an old school Sweet. guy. Yeah, I talk, I talk he's been around forever. On the Supernet channel, every now and then too, all the time. So uh, no, he's, and Twitter, he's awesome. I, I live on Twitter, uh, Radix forty two, R A D I X four two on. That's my username. If I can get it on anything. It's on Steam it, Twitter, you name it. Gmail, email me if you have a problem. Oh, Lord, what did I just do? <laughs> oh, yeah, now you're going to get like 50. Well, you're no, going to get at least 44 emails. My email's not a secret. I get I get so much email, it's ridiculous. Cool, man. Oh, listen, I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to say this on air, but since we're here, <laughs> you know, I, uh, we'll, say, we'll say it silently. Uh, I heard there's a Dex feature coming out. Is this there true? Is. This is true. Uh, James at Supernet added Hush to uh, the Dex system that they've got working. You know the liquidity provider nodes and all that junk uh, over on Supernet. So he he started. They he's done test uh, test Dex transaction transactions uh, through to Hush already, and so Gruel's the tender. I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> Someone else. I don't know. I, I I've learned over the time. Gravial. Is that really it? I yep. have no idea. Okay. He yells he, at me every time I say it. He's he's been working on a presentation for other stuff, but he's doing tomorrow, I think. And but he just got he's just added like the docs and the parameters into the code for how to you know to do that with uh, this whole supernet dex you know decentralized exchange system, and so there is there is theoretically now a hush order book. <laughs> It's not in the Agama wallet yet, but they, James has the parameters to add it to a future release very soon. So it's it's actually like, you know, we're all sidled up to Supernet already. But we're going to add to the same next generation Hush wallet where we're going to have the secure messaging like tab or applet. I'm not sure exactly how the interface will work, but, you know, there's going to be a section in there that's also DEX between between Hush and Zcash. And we're just going to stick to one pair right now to keep it simple. Because Agama supports, like, do, do you know how many pairs Agama su- How many coins Agama supports? I lost track. I think there's about 20 at the moment. It's it's crazy. But the whole part of the problem for users with Agama is you have to, like, synchronize each of the blockchains you want to do trading on with their DEX system. And, uh, and uh, so... It's 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 a really complicated system, and they have a lot of trouble when you're at if people will like turn on like five blockchains at once, and it's trying to sync five coins to your computer, and of course sometimes that will make it crash. You know, it's, there's just difficult user interface stuff to get to to tackle, and 
I'm sure they will. Like if you turn on five coins, if it doesn't already, I'm sure they'll someday it'll be like do them one at a time and they'll go ungrade out. But you know that's not reality. Right oh, now. dude, the, you know? the GUI has got to be the hardest part because they've made great strides, you know. But it's 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 so hard. So oh, they, gonna... they're hiring. I think they're hiring like eight GUI people. They're they're looking for eight GUI positions at the moment to to shocked. get that done. I mean. It, yeah. Dude, if you can make a, a really nice GUI, that's it, man. That's all people mm -hmm. like, even like newcomers that come into the, you know, the, yeah. this realm. Yeah. Make it easy for them. That's it. Well, we want to have the messenger feature and all the different little app, little applications in the. I'm thinking of it as the Hush Suite. I don't know if that's gonna be the release name when we get there in a few months. But you know, Matt just pointed out we'll be able to have like you know one code base that's cross-platform between you know Macintosh, Linux, Windows. And the messenger will be able to be one of those applications in it, or you could just you know run it standalone. Some people only are going to care care about that. People are only going to care about the financial trading stuff. Some people are only going to care about you know the Dex features. So we're going to like limit the scope and complexity of that to just one pair, two blockchains, and so it'll be a lot less complicated. And then we can because Zcash is so liquid and traded in so many places, and if all of our wallet users just slurp Zcash in and out. That will also help, you know, with when we do the crowd sale for the Hush counterparty later this this year. That'll help for just liquidity for everything. We won't be so dependent on centralized exchanges. So, so, so the whole supernet system. Let's talk about this ICO, man. This is new to me. Thanks, Ponzi. So, what is this? <laughs> talk, to talk to me, man. What's this ICO about? Okay. Well, the, it's. The ICO is going to be what I was talking about before when we launch when we start when we launch counter counterparty on Hush later this year. Um, people who buy the it's the the symbol will be HXCP you know Hush counterparty instead of XCP for counterparty on Bitcoin. You know there's going to be the crowd sale for, you know the ICO whatever you want to call it. They didn't call it an ICO when they did theirs initially because it was some years past now. And uh, so instead of burning the Bitcoin that was used to purchase tokens like they did because like I said counterparty didn't need funding from a token sale they were already funded in other ways but we're going to instead well, when we do the token sale for hush xcp you know that's going to be used for development go to the development fund to keep all this going because the pre-mine like this is not going to last forever and then we have some other ideas to roll in some funding features into into some like wallet transaction fee type things but that's all way down the road. So, but to get all this crazy cool stack of technology working, it's you know it's going to take some funding, and that's how we're going to do it is through the token sale of the HXCP, and that will power. <laughs> you could do instead of Pepe Cash, you could theoretically someone could launch Secure Pepe Cash. I call it, <laughs> where who owns what is all encrypted with the Zcash protocol where the funds came in. So you could have Secure Rare Pepe's. Um, yeah, you can send the meme all secure, yeah. all anonymous like. Well, and then also here's another thing about Counterparty. They have the Ethereum virtual machine running as part of Counterparty, but they only have that turned on on the Bitcoin test net. So, but we're going to turn it on on the main net. That's going to be a, a big part of what our value proposition is is you'll be able to run Ethereum smart contracts on top of a Zcash based blockchain. So wow. that's the other big kicker from the, this counterparty port is it gets us Ethereum smart contracts. 
it gets us ERC20 tokens. People can launch their own their own ICOs on top of the Hush blockchain. That, and that, that's a common thing. You know, a lot of people, they're, they're creating these platforms for people mm-hmm. to, uh, to to launch ICOs. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I went to uh, I went to Token Summit. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, was it was it last month? I don't remember. Dude, I'm telling you, there was so many people trying to launch an ICO. And between you and me and everybody listening right now, I'm a little drunk. And... I mean, these people had no idea what they were talking about. I mean, I, I, I'm, I, this this guy was telling about an idea he had, and he wanted to launch an ICO. And I was like, why would I use your blockchain if I could use something like NXT or you know Waves or you know? Mm-hmm. And he he had he went in circles. He had no idea how to respond to me. And I was like, there's no reason for me to use a separate chain. Then, and it's and it's the same the same idea. That, I, I faced the same problem with everybody I spoke to. I mean, they had all these weird ideas. Another guy with a pharmaceutical type of idea where he was like, oh, you know, and I have their business cards. I'm not going to say any names, but, you know, because everybody at these conferences, they start throwing their, their business cards at you once they know you're like a media type guy and, you know, can market you. Yeah. And it's it's like, it's like, I can't, I can't help you. You don't have a good idea. You know, I, I felt bad telling you. It's you know, and it's it's they they have to come up with a reason why I would use a separate blockchain. You know, and and on top of it, who's your developers? Do you have good developers? Because you know, this is a technology field. You need good developers. Yeah, you can't get some guy off the street to make you a website. That's not going to work. Yeah, to to maintain the core, you know the core software that runs the core infrastructure on your blockchain, you need somebody that, that knows that that code base in, inside and out a little bit, which the fact that I ported Zcash and related coins to so many different platforms, oh, I ported it to ARM64 and Zcash. I apologize if someday your toaster is mining for somebody on a botnet. Uh-huh. That'd be awesome, man. I wish my toaster could make me some money. Dude, it's so slow on like a Mustang board with like a bunch of cores and eight and and, and RAM. The ARM sixty four port only on Debian Linux. It only got like point something solutions per second <laughs> when it was CPU mining. Hey, so hey don't it, knock CPU mining. I like. But I know, CPU no, mining. if you add if you add up like you know a uh, hundred million a hundred million like toaster botnet, you know you might get something. You know. You know what? You know what, dude. It, let me tell you, I, I made a bank on, on mining Varium for the last, like, year on my CPU. I haven't even heard of that one. There's so yeah, many things Varium, to Varium, dude, I'm telling you, if you mine oh. Varium on your CPU, every once in a while, it hits and you get, like, six coins. And, it, and it, you, know, you know what? My mom is using it because it's so simple. And, and you know what? I, I want to stress while we're at it. I want to stress this, the fact of simplicity. You know... If if you could if you could get an old person like my mother, for example, mm-hmm. who mines Vericoin, all right, she mines Verium, she opens the wallet and she pushes the button and it's uh, mining. That's it. That's that's what we're talking about. It's that's that easy, bro. About. Well, that's why when I when I did my first... she she gets so excited. She's like, oh, I got another six today. I was like, oh, congrats, ma. <laughs> well, it's my first my first Z my first. Any crypto coin wallet that I released was Zcash for Mac and Zeb Z E B on the 
can't pronounce his name. He's Bulgarian. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Zeb. He's ZEB on the Zcash forum in chat. He, um, he, he funded, partially funded me working on adding a GUI by Vaklinov, who he does the, he's the name of the GUI, the guy who does the, the swing wallet, which is the GUI wallet that all of the Zcash coins use for private transactions. Anyway, Zab, not Zab. Zab funded and helped work on gluing all that together. So Zcash for Mac was, I'm an Apple developer, you know, registered Apple developer. So when you install it, you just downloaded the DMG file, you dragged it to your applications folder and you're done. And that's, you know, how Mac right. users are used to doing it. And, right. you know, before that, the only Zcash client was a command line wallet and you can, can install Vaklinov's wallet, you know, the, the GUI for the rides on top of the full node. You know, you have to install the Java JVM from Oracle and you have to set up the cont file by hand and you have to download the Zcash proving keys by hand and have the command line wallet working and then you can launch the GUI. And we're, I was like, I have a MacBook Pro and I'm like, no, 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 we're not, we're not going to do that. We're going to have you drag, you download a DMG file, you drag it to applications and you're done. So that was my first any crypto wallet I released. And... Um, you, you, know, you know, there's there's this uh, this new ICO that started today. It's called Geo Founders, and it it's it's it does it creates applications on the blockchain, and wow. it it's really impressive. Take take a look at it when you get a chance. I mean, I'll, it's I'll check it out. I mean, it, it's for Mac. That's why I, I thought of it okay, right now because cool. you were talking about Mac. I mean, it, it just started today, and I was looking at it. I don't have a Mac, but I I know DMG files are for Mac. Yeah, that's. That's the disk image that you uh, you just download the disk image and it it looks like you have like a new virtual hard drive hanging off and you just drag and drop you know that the icon they, for the app. They actually have an MVP, so I was really impressed at the at the video I was watching today. I've got I've got some user on our on our chat who is like confused about ICO and the tokens and asking them for more details. <laughs> so, what are you? What, are you confused in any way about what I'm talking about with the ICO and tokens? And I can talk about that for a minute. No, go. Uh, okay. You, you were talking about the EC uh, twenty, the 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 Ether What was that? Uh, counterparty. E ERC. Okay. Yeah. ERC twenty tokens. So and not just. Yeah, tokens, I am confused. I mean, obviously, I don't okay. know if it's because I'm well, drunk or. It <laughs> so could be. You know, so the Ethereum virtual machine, you you can use it for obviously not just tokens. All that seems to be what it's used for mostly lately. Um, but any actual solid app, smart contract apps, you know, <clears throat> the Ethereum wasn't like, you know, it wasn't, you know, the token is supposed to be for the app, not just a token to have just an, an abstract asset, you know. <clears throat> Some people saying it's the only reason for the IC. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I'm <laughs> rambling. No, go, go. I, I'm, not, anyway, I'm not in your Slack. If I was in there, no, so, I would know what, what's going on. I'm, I'm going to join tonight, though, for sure. Okay. So, you know, there's other, there's some apps that, that I want to build on, on one platform or another, and it, they would work great on the Ethereum virtual machine. Um, like the most, all right, this is considered a joke cryptocurrency, but some people like in Japan think it's serious. <laughs> like the rare Pepe's, it's called Cat Chains, where it's a cat-backed cryptocurrency. And the proof of, instead of proof of work or proof of stake, it will use... Proof of Cat, and what Proof of Cat is, is it will be a little app like Tinder called Cat or Not. So, you know, you take a picture of something and 
the users on the app, you swipe left or swipe right, whether it's a cat or not. And enough people vote, you know, yes versus no. And then it mints a little thing like a rare Pepe with the image. You know, you send it in a, in a currency, like a little picture of a note for whatever value it is. Send it around the cat and that mints it. And then the person who took the picture and everyone who voted gets a copy of gets gets one of the notes. So uh, that's a joke cryptocurrency that people I know in Japan are like, oh my god, that would be huge here because of the whole thing with the Pepe's, because they're collectible. It's the exact opposite of the fungibility. Which, if you go back and read Nick Zabo's papers on the origins of money, that's how it all started as collectibles with the shells and the giant stones and everything, things that you can't forge easily. Yeah, so I wanted to make that for over a year, and I'm going to make that on top of Hush on Counterparty. So, <laughs> yeah, Nick, Nick Zabo was was awesome at at Token Summit. He was he was the best. Yeah, so I he he I was so of... laid back. He had a T-shirt on. Everyone's got a suit on. He's like, yeah, you know, I got no control over anything. Everything's anonymous. Everything's decentralized. So so anyway, so you know, it's been a public thing with like three subscribers that cat cat chains and cat or not. But people in Japan are like the Bitcoin meetup in Tokyo. They're like, oh, I can't wait when we can do cats and not just Pepe's. And <laughs> so we're gonna, that's one of the things I'm going to launch. It's a personal, total personal side project, you know, as the it's a joker, is it serious, you know, currency, for instance. But for the voting mechanisms and all that, that's all going to be smart contracts on the EVM, the Ethereum virtual machine layer in the hush counterparty. So, uh. It's not just going to be a <laughs> people are trashing cats and saying to go long on Pepe and <laughs> short cats. Um, you know, anyway, cats cats means something else. Also, I think it it doesn't waves use it as an application token. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so it's not just going to be you know, counterparty tokens like rare Pepe's is you can also build, build, build smart contract apps writing up on top of the Hush blockchain. And I know somebody will backport this thing to Zcash someday, but. Oh yeah, man, I, I, Komodo's already on that, man. Komodo's, yeah. Komodo's gonna do smart contracts, but. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, it's we're, inherent, we're just, right? We're just grabbing that, we're just, there's so many. Yeah, and people are working on a bunch of different technologies from a bunch of different angles to get different kinds of assets on top of the Zcash blockchain. Like I know that Zcash Co, they are working on some stuff and there will also be native tokens on the blockchain. I'm sure that we'll like merge that from them, you know, um, but we're just going on the, the clean user interface and like a technology stack where you could just do everything in one clean interface. All the blockchain crap you need to do, you'll have it's your normal wallet, the messaging, then you'll have the other thing for the decks to swap currency in and out. And then you'll have the counterparty wallet for all of those crazy assets. And then there will be the Ethereum virtual machine stuff in a tab when we get there later this year. So, but we're just going to have it be one stack with for everything you want to do with the blockchain. You want to do messaging, you want to do smart contracts, you need to do remittances, you know, to relatives, send money to relatives in whatever country. Right, like right. And, and, and that's a big but, problem you know, here in the all... United States, you uh -huh. know, because because we have a lot of like like for example, don't tell anybody, but I owned the bakery at one point in time, right? Uh -huh. And you know, I used to have a lot of Spanish workers working for me, and what these what they do is they send money back to their family in Mexico. That's what they do. That's that's just common. That they all do that. They send the money back. 
now they have trouble sending it back because everything's recorded. Yeah, I th- there's limits and all kinds of other nonsense. It's ridiculous, and and they're having trouble doing it now because it's like everything's recorded, everything has to go, you know, and they're not letting them do it for whatever reason. So I was like, dude, Bitcoin, you know, send it through. I, I still talk to an old employee of mine, and I, I told him about Bitcoin, and, and that's how he does it now. Yeah, and, well, as far as um. And that's why I'm really one of the reasons, aside from not being so dependent on central exchanges, like we're on one exchange right now, we would like to be on more, um, is when we have the the DEX feature running, being able to just slide in and out between Zcash and Hush because it's the same blockchain you know code base for the source, and then you can send it, send it as Zcash, send it as Hush. Um, you want to do the messaging, talk to people about you know whatever you want to do, you know. Zcash also, there's the whole dark net, all the black markets, and I'm not saying, hey guys, come and use Hush, but Zcash Co. are actively hostile to questionable activities. They're not telling you not to do it, but if you mention that you're doing anything that's not allowed in the U.S., they just will shut down giving you support. And so, you know, for us, it's like, shh, don't tell us. You know, go ahead. What do you need help with? (laughs) So I don't know if we'll ever get listed anymore for that but those kind of people you know if you want to if hush does end up getting used for questionable things being able to just slide in and out from zcash that's just another layer of you know washing things yeah you know you could you could work with ethereum very easily right Mm -hmm. from what from what i understand zcash could work with ethereum like in making smart so all the smart contracts could work very easily with each other from Zcash to Ethereum, which means any fork of Zcash could work very easily with smart contracts, right? Yeah, once it get once they get added, like we're adding we're adding counterparty and EVM smart contracts, and other people are doing other ones. And I'm not sure ex- exactly how James is thinking about adding assets and contracts to Komodo. Someone here asked. Uh, hold, let me just tangent for a second. A really good question: What's the difference between Komodo and Hush? You know, they're both forks of Zcash. They both have the same basic capabilities. Komodo has all this crazy, wild, cool things with the asset chains where you can have all these different assets and, you know, kind of tokens already running alongside with it. Um, It's got all the machinery for doing that and all kinds of complicated stuff inside it for the whole SuperNet ecosystem since it's the kind of the core backbone blockchain of the SuperNet ecosystem where we don't have that machinery in Hush, we don't have all that, that crazy multiple assets right. Function. going on that James does. Yeah, we're, 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 we're more simple at that level, and we're going to have all the complexity, that, the features we're adding on stuff that we're layering on top of the basic Zcash base. They're going to complement each gonna other. They're going to totally complement each other. They're going to be for totally different uses and use cases. You know, Komodo is like the whole core of this whole complicated trading and financial infrastructure with, that James is building over there. With, with, with Hush being added to the Agama wallet, you could you could you could gamble with Pangea. You can't do that if you're not part of the Agama wallet. Yeah, exactly. It, you, you, you know, can do if, all if, the crazy things you could do over at Supernet land. Hush is right. going to be one of the assets. Right. So and, all the functions of Supernet, so Hush being added to the wallet, is going to make it that much more amazing because you'll have all the functions of Supernet with Hush. Yeah, so when if you want to do crazy supernet things with, you know, transactions with a whole bunch of different 
currencies and all the wacky cool things James has going, you'd use Agama for that. But then if you wanted to do some, you know, secure messaging or trading with uh, your secure Pepe's or, you know, look at uh, your portfolio of cats from cat chains, you know, you go over and do that on the hush wallet, you know, so it's going to be two different complementary things, you know, and being hooked into the whole supernet ecosystem is really awesome. And you, you, you know what I love? I love the whole anonymous factor of both of them. It, it's great. And today James said like, Hey, you know, supernet has invested in, has a hold some holdings in hush. So if you guys need help with development funding for the Dex feature, and let me know. And they're also just going to, you know, hold, hold that long term. And so they'll be able to help out with liquidity on the liquidity provider nodes for Dex in Agama and in our wallet and everything, because that's all going to be part of the same supernet network. So it'll be like, it'll be doing the Dex between Hush and Zcash on as with the supernet technology hooked into all their stuff. It'll be the same Dex nodes. So you'll also gotcha. be trading. You'll also be trading at the same time with anybody who's trading Hush or Zcash on any other supernet platform <laughs> appendage. You know, so if you're in Agama and you're and when they launch the full GUI for Dex in in supernet in Agama eventually, um, you'll be able to you know have the, see the whole order book for different coins in different pairs, and anybody that's buying or selling Hush or Zcash in the Hush wallet. Those trades, they'll be in the same order book. It's just going to be the same. It's all the same big supernet distributed DEX order book system. So that's what we're going to be adding later this later this summer. Wow. We even have people listening from Brazil. Did you know that? It's people oh, in Brazil. Yeah, well, well, one of our team members is in Brazil. <laughs> oh, is that him? D. Martini's in Brazil. And we also... we. We have a whole because of him being part of the project. We have quite a lot of users in Brazil. We have a we have a, a bot a gateway between our Slack and a Telegram group. So there's a lot of Brazilian users on Telegram in our in our Slack in the main general channel. If you see stuff that says whatever Telegram bot and you know their name, you know that's because we have quite a few Brazilian users um, because Di Martini's involved uh, as our webmaster. I don't it, know. It, they, there's the twenty one, or I don't know how that happened. I, I mentioned it because he's the only one, so that's got to be him. <laughs> there's 22 people in the United States. There's another 12 people in Canada. So it's Canada and the United States are your biggest crowd at the moment. Dude, it's, oh. that's that's really cool. I mean, I'm 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 I never announced. You know, I guess because you announced it, that's probably why. I normally don't announce these shows. We're gonna have it on replay though on the SoundCloud uh, after yeah, the show. That will be so awesome. It is. It is. Hey, hey, man! I I really appreciate you coming on today. This was supposed to be just an introductory, you know, <laughs> show, but it looks like we really went through it. We we really went went through it here. I think we covered everything. Um, and one of my kids wants to know what's for dinner. So, <laughs> hot pockets. Hot pockets. Go make a hot pocket. Pepperoni you got, hot pockets. You got you got chicken tenders in the in the freezer. <laughs> Oh, dude, you get those chicken tenders and you put you put some cinnamon on it. Oh, they're amazing. They have the dinosaur-shaped ones in there somewhere, I think. Because that's so it's important. They have to be in the shape of a dinosaur or else forget about it. It's all about the branding, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you make Hush in the shape of a dinosaur, everyone's going to buy it. <laughs> no, but we've got... We, I think we have an awesome logo. Our new logo is really great, done by... I can't pronounce his name either because he's 
Middle Eastern and from Saudi Arabia. I can't pronounce his name. I feel so horrible. Let me try to find it. <laughs> Is username Ali Ali Timate. I'm probably saying even the username wrong. He did. He's a he's an art director in Saudi, and he did an amazing logo because I think I don't know if you've seen the new one. It looks like a like hush is fading in and out of the background almost. You know, it's it's really hard to find the logo. You know, it, like like you could go on Fiverr, but they, uh, they they all suck, man. Now, honestly, if I mean, I have to order like twenty logos at the same time just to find one I like. I, <laughs> it's it, that that's how bad it's it's become with Fiverr. I I I, I design websites. I told you, so mm-hmm. I I do that mm-hmm. like you know on the, on my spare time. I like to do it for fun. And dude, it's it's be, Fiverr's become the the garb the the garbage of garbage. So it's really hard to find good talent these days. Well, my father was an artist when he was alive, so I know about and he did lots of logos and stuff. But I know it's it's crazy, no matter on, on both sides, the artists and the clients. Logos, yeah, like commercially, that's always nuts. And we strayed from cryptocurrency, and I need to go and feed the kids. I think. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. I was I, I was creating a, a logo for jobblock.com. Uh-huh. It's a, it's a, you know a new site just for cryptocurrency jobs. So if you need a new GUI developer, or you you need like you know you need a developer, or you need a, somebody for support desk, uh, you can post it on jobblock.com, and you know and it. it it's strictly for crypto, so it's pretty cool. Uh, and I couldn't find a, a freaking, I couldn't find anybody that can make a logo. I mean, I paid probably over two hundred dollars in Fiverr, five at a time. That's like twenty people just to find a, a good logo. Crazy. <laughs> All right, brother, go feed your right. kids Thank and you tell them I much. said hello. And uh, right. everybody, thank you for for listening to us today. Uh, this is Hush, and this is Radix, not Radix, Radix. And, and post it, we'll look. Will the link to the recorded version later for the SoundCloud will that be on your website? And could you put it in the Slack too? When you oh, have of course. URL? Uh, well, awesome. I'm going to join your Slack, yes, of course. Awesome. And uh, and uh, once I do that, I'll, I'll post it. But you know, I got to do yeah, some oh, editing yeah. oh, first. Yeah, you got to do post processing. You got to do post and editing. Yeah, yeah. No, I know that's science. And- that's so it, 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 it'll take a few hours by the time I'm done with the editing. You know, I, yeah. I listen to the whole show. I take out any spaces. Uh, you know, I, I make sure our our voices are level, you know, yeah. with each other. I mean, they're, they're, you wouldn't think of these things, but when you actually do it, there are these oh, things it's, that you got to... it's gotta, a lot of crazy stuff. It's, it's, it's weird. I, I, I personally didn't know until I started doing it myself. I, I used to have this guy, uh, Prince... His name was, and he mm-hmm. used to do it for me. But you know, at this point, you you know what it's you know what it comes down to when you you want it, you want the job done, you got to do it yourself. And you know, I've learned how to do everything myself. So, uh, give it about like four or five hours, and I should awesome. have it posted. Awesome, it was very cool talking. All right, Radix. All right, love love you, man. Thank you for Take coming on. Yeah. And uh, everybody, thank you. All right, brother. Later. Supernet aims to give people their power back through technology by no longer needing to rely on third parties such as exchanges, banks and services, giving you privacy at the same time. Supernet Technologies is the most anonymous technology being worked on currently, with a team of developers working diligently daily. Supernet aspires to be a creative, innovative, state-of-the-art solutions provider, which provides individuals opportunity, personal satisfaction and value. 
You can find out more at www.supernet.org and join our Slack with over 2,500 people.